0: Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm gonna be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might wanna pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused To confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two career. Dot academy, Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening. And I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there. I'm Andrea Koppel and it's time for coffee the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes: single, double, and triple shots, or roughly 1 minute, 5 minutes, Well, before we get into what you are doing now as a badass woman entrepreneur heading up Growth Academy and as a co-partner and CEO of MedSnake Media, and of course, as the host of your new podcast, Growthpreneurs. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) I thought we could flash back a few years, Shanae, because that's really all it's been.
1: Yeah, I know. It's kind of insane when, when I think about it, a lot has, my life has changed a lot in two, three years. Just two or three years ago, you weren't a household name the way you
0: are now for anyone, frankly, who spends even five minutes on LinkedIn because you're everywhere. You're everywhere. And frankly, your roots, your backstory is what you draw from. Mm -hmm. In your posts, and first and foremost, you're a stage four cancer survivor, which I'm going to ask you about. Yeah, secondly, you're a single mom, Mm -hmm. you got a four year old daughter, Liv. Yeah, third, you're Latina. I am Latina. (laughs) Your grandfather came to Miami from Cuba, and you've written about how he gave up his job as an engineer and he arrived in South Florida. With just basically the shirt on his back and $100 in his pocket, all to make a better life for his family. Yeah. And then fourth, and not least, you've really struggled personally. You're a woman who's in her late 20s now. Mm -hmm. And just a few years ago, you were one of the millions of working poor, of single moms in the U.S., Mm -hmm. who were accepting food stamps.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Have I missed anything in your rags to riches story here? No, that's pretty, you you hit on a lot of things. And that, I mean, that's what I want people to know. Like if they just change simple things, if they change the people they surround themselves with, their actions, their life can change a lot in two years. So how did you
0: change the people that you surrounded yourself with?
1: Well, that's like the hardest part, right? <laughs> so I before I did that, I really changed my routine and like my habits. I spent a lot less time, let's say, watching Netflix or hanging out with friends or just wasting time and a lot more time doing things that would make me money. So in the beginning, I was just freelance writing. And I knew I had to build a portfolio to get like higher paying clients because I was charging in the beginning. I charged nothing. I would reach out to some professionals on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, if I write a blog for your company or if I write an article for your company, could you give me a recommendation?" I did that for about five people, built my portfolio on their recommendations, and had those writing samples. And then I went from there and started charging, you know, fifty dollars a blog or or a hundred dollars an article until maybe six months later, I was getting $5,000 retainers, like as the norm. And then that's when I co-founded Medicine a Media. So it was really just, I mean, I had an infant. I have like a, you know, she was less than one years old at the time, like a, a baby. And I had to schedule my work around her. She wasn't in school. And sometimes I would have to stay up to like two, three in the morning writing and just honing my skills.
0: You also write a lot. About what it's like to be one of those job seekers who is ignored, Mm -hmm. rejected, overlooked.
1: Mm -hmm. Did that used to be you? A hundred percent. Like in college, they did not prepare me at all for applying for jobs like they would just say go to these job boards like maybe reach out to a recruiter blah 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 but that never worked for me and actually my first job when i left college was through a friend like i've never actually gotten a job like applying somewhere and blah 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 so i always tell people like your best chance at getting a job and this is statistics is not going on overcrowded job boards, submitting your resume. It's through networking. It's through building relationships with people because that referral will really help.
0: You also talk about giving job seekers without experience a chance. 100%. And you wrote on Instagram, never judge a book by its cover. This was a post in June, 2020. Mm -hmm. You said, don't judge people where they were because you never know who they can become. And when I read those posts, Shanae, and not just the posts on Instagram, but the posts that you make today on LinkedIn, am I wrong in sensing anger? Because oh, no. I feel, I feel like you're kind of channeling the real, the deep disappointment, the pain, the anger and the frustration that you felt as a young person and that young people all around the country in this world are feeling today?
1: I wouldn't say it's anger, but I would say it's kind of just like opening people's eyes. I feel like a lot of people with titles and positions, I mean, they learned in 2020, right? But they kind of sit on their high horse and they look down on like the younger generation that may not have experience. And what they're rudely realizing is that a 20- three-year-old with TikTok can make 10 times more than them and they have no experience. So like the social media channels have really changed the game. And I feel like sometimes people with those type of positions are seeing that and kind of take it out on the younger generation because they didn't have that opportunity at their age. And do
0: you think that there's elitism like
1: around schools
0: and around who you know, like an old boys club kind of a thing.
1: I think it's better now than like it was like when I graduated high school. So I graduated high school in 2009 and like there was a ton of elitism there where basically like if you didn't go to an Ivy League school, you didn't matter. But now it's completely different. You know, sometimes not going to Ivy League school is beneficial, sometimes not going to school, period. I mean, there's people that don't go to college and they're making seven figures already so i think that social media because it's a uh, basically free entry point has really leveled the playing field but you have to put in the work